This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is contacttalkradio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on tunein.com, ping.fm, and upsnap mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. So for now, hey, our fearless friends, here's Lisa Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries, 225 TV, radio, terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Once again, I'm joined by yet another phenomenal guest. My guest of today is somebody who I think very highly of, who is very near and dear to my heart personally and professionally. This woman is Regina Rollison. So who is Regina? Well, Regina is an innovator, mentor, visionary, and the founder of Use Your Powers and creator of the world's first and only self-empowerment cinematography films, otherwise known as SEC films, designed to promote success in all areas of life, including health, wealth, and relationships. Her SEC films are a unique, easy-to-do, yet very effective new method to shift consciousness, enhance your brain structure, and improve your life exponentially faster and achieve the impossible. Until 2016, Regina, with her counseling and therapy background, provided life, wellness, and success coaching services for her A-class coaching company. In 2014, she was the host for the prestigious U.S. Mentors Harbor radio show, Shape Your Destiny. During this time, Regina has also been interviewed by Dr. Surya Ganduri, PhD, quantum physicist, quantum physics of belief mentor and success coach, and by Isolda Kellerman on the U.S. online TV series, The Journey of Awe, The Three-Minute Miracle. Regina is also an honored member of the worldwide Who's Who Registry of Executives, professionals and entrepreneurs and was featured in the five-star rated itunes and android magazine magnifique and furthermore 
became the 2018 award finalist of the Greater Brisbane Women in Business Awards in Innovation and Technology and an awardee of merit in 2017 and 2018 in two additional categories, including business awards and creating change. Wow, what a repertoire. Welcome to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. How are you, Regina? Thank you, Lisa. What a wonderful introduction. And, you know, I, I can't believe this is me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because that's often following my intro and plugging the bio of who it is I'm showcasing of each week. That's oftentimes the, the reaction that I get from my guests. It's like, is she talking about me? Did I do all that? Yes, you did. And good on you. Congratulations. Thank you, Lisa. And Lisa, look, it is such a pleasure. And I'm immensely grateful for being here today because as you said you are also a person that I really admire your work and what you stand for Lisa so this is a wonderful opportunity and I truly appreciate it. Well likewise I echo your sentiments and this has been fantastic we've had this planned and on the schedule for months and now the day has finally arrived so I couldn't be more grateful and I couldn't be more uh, enthusiastic about this so this is terrific. So we share a little bit of, just for the, the purpose of the listening audience, we've worked on an SEC film together. Uh, couldn't be more grateful to you. It's gotten a lot of great reception, and, and it, we're going to allow you to turn it over to you to talk more about Amazon and where this is all going and uh, why you believe in this and how people can connect with you, Regina, in which to purchase some of this and what some of the subject matters are and what it's birthed out of. So why don't you take it away with that? Sure. I think I'd like to start with the last um, thing you mentioned, which is where and how did this come about? And yes. what, is, what, yeah, and what is it all about in the first place? And I like to come today from a slightly different angle because, you know, we always talk about the fact that we people like to finally, you know, when it comes comes to the end of our lives, look back and say we've had or we led a meaningful purposeful life and we don't want to have that big day of regret where we look back and we think I wish I would have done things differently you know I wish I would have followed my dreams I wish that I wish I would have reconnected with such and such a person and and I also like to point out at this this stage already that it's not all about just us individually I've got a much bigger picture here that I mm -hmm. like to tackle and that is that many of us say, look, I may have issues at the moment that I like to address. And I've tried so many different methods that are out there. And it's not about saying that the only method that works is what I have developed. It's more about understanding that we're now currently facing a world in crisis. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people feel very disencouraged by that and say, what's the point for me to, to do all this work that I'm supposed to be doing to have a better life? When really the world is in crisis, it's doomed. And I think I'd like to say at the very beginning of your show, Lisa, that that is often these days, particularly in the younger generation, a demotivator. Mm -hmm. And so I've had a very close look at this and I thought, okay, the human condition is, is, as it were, is really not only understanding the psychological and biolog biological changes that need to occur and what is that fix in order to, to get rid of all the the things that depress us at the moment and keep us in fear, such as the financial struggle, you know, the poverty, the starvations, the the even the the, the self-destruction and the destruction through war and terrorism, et cetera. But really we need to understand that it actually all starts with us. 
because yes. we can we can only fix the world. And if we worried about our children and our children's children, you know, it's very easy for us to have excuses and say, well, hey, you know, I'm now in my middle age, I've had these issues and it's all too hard and I can't fix myself very easily. And therefore, you know, I've done my bit. And really, it doesn't stop there. So mm-hmm. I want to inspire everybody here today, your listeners here today, that it's not just about you. It is about also caring for the people next to you, your friends, your loved ones, but also the future generations. And it's really up to you to make a change. And the change starts with you. In other words, if you want to see a change in the world, then you be you become the change to begin with. Absolutely. Bingo. Bingo. So let's break that down. Let's dive deep and let's explain to the listening audience and eventually to the podcast subscribers, Regina, you know, when we talk about some of those big global issues and people feel that it's really mountainous, it's really like, how do I, how do I, what's my contributing factor towards this? What, what does my voice do? What, what does my contribution do? You know, when you talk about doing the work, let's talk about what that means. Because a lot of people, they, they hear the jargon, but they don't necessarily understand from a tangible, actionable uh, process, concept, being able to conceptualize it. What does that mean? Let's give people some opportunity to really understand how these videos, in conjunction with what they're expected to do on their own end, how they can shift change everlasting change within themselves and then see what we're talking about in terms of how that emits into the global picture. Sure. Um, To begin with, I think we need to firstly have an appreciation that we have different ways of trying to address um, certain perceptions that we have that influence, you know, what we do, our behavior. So the, the great information that's coming out of research that's coming out of neuroscience is that a lot of the things we do, predominantly 96% of everything we do and decide to do, is actually run by our subconscious programming. Mm-hmm. And that's scary because that le- leaves us with 4% willpower. And then right. to break it to break it down further, we need to have also an understanding. And of course, that is not meant to mean we're letting everybody off the hook or you should let yourself off the hook. But we need to also stop beating ourselves up and say, okay, maybe we did have traumatic experiences in our life that we're still replaying and we have not been able to let go of the past. Maybe we do we did have some dysfunctionality in our upbringing. Perhaps, you know, we've had maybe one parent that um, was not the best role model, to say the least. And we can then make a decision and say, okay, are we now this programming that we've downloaded in our childhood, in our formative years, which is usually between the age of zero and seven, um, are we now let this program run forever and we are now the victim of those circumstances? Or are we actually able today to change that? So this is what I mean by change. So can we let go of unresolved emotions, resentment, hate, um, anything such as shame, guilt, whatever your circumstances may have been? Because we humans also have done things in the past that we regret naturally. And so the reason the ACC film is a method that I love is very much like coming from a coaching perspective and a neuroscience perspective. Unlike psychotherapy that tends to dig deeper and deeper focusing on a problem, we Mm. don't really want to focus on the problem. We want to focus on the solution and moving positively forward, saying, okay, I accept what has happened. I let go of what has happened. I resolve, in other words, those, those issues and those circumstances. 
But now I'm focusing on possibility. I'm now focusing on working on myself in a way that I can become a better version of what I'm now in the sense that I can now achieve my goals and dreams. And that's what it's really all about. Fantastic. Now, you said a few things that I think are worth extrapolating upon and delving a little bit deeper in that really resonates with me and is really at the crux of all of what we're talking about here. So you talk about choice. You talk about what it means to choose because it's it's choosing to be uh, solution focused as opposed to problem saturated. And all of that in the mix, what that speaks to is what we put our attention on does in fact grow stronger. So if we're focused on negativity, if we're focused on stress and strife and duress uh, and feeling like we're always going to be immobilized by fear and thinking that we're the victim and we're on the receiving end of being uh, shortchanged, whatever the case may be, well, what in fact do you think is going to continually show up in your life? It's going to be more of the same. Conversely, if we tend to focus on what is the solution, how do I eradicate the fear? How do I take what's unfortunately happened to me once upon a time, find the lesson and use the lesson to catapult me into the trajectory of where it is I say that I want to go in terms of prosperity, abundance, inner joy, peace, contentment, all of those things. So it is changing your inner script. It is dissecting some of the things that we've been indoctrinated (coughs) to once upon a time uh, believe in, whether it come from the family home, whether it come from school, whether come from community, wherever the messaging came from originally. If we know that that no longer resonates with us because we're at that stage in our life where we can think for ourselves, and by thinking, it means critically thinking. It means discerning. It means going, do I really subscribe to that? And if I don't subscribe to that, alternatively, what am I going to put in the place that's going to best serve me and be integral and honor myself so that I can be part of that collective change, knowing that it does in fact start with me. So let's talk a little bit more about some of the tools and some of what would be in the SEC films that helps people really get clear on this, because it is about clarity. Sure. And I think the clarity itself is something that comes also from an intention. And then through the rewiring, we we resolving unresolved emotions and we also instilling confidence because really at the end of the day, Lisa, we have to appreciate that a lot of people in this life um, have all sorts of fantastic intentions, even if you look at New Year's resolutions. And then we look again that 97% of those New Year's resolutions fizzle out after roughly two weeks. Mm -hmm. And you've got to ask yourself, why is that? And it's not that people are not trying to be authentic. It is not people that are not necessarily genuine about wanting to make a change. We need to understand there are blockages that are holding them back. And this is exactly where the SEC film is such a powerful and convenient tool. Um, So as I mentioned before, before psychotherapy just focuses on the problem and digs deeper, the SEC from however, because now we have the understanding that physiologically that the brain is no longer a static organ as we once believed until 1999, we know that the brain can actually create new circuitry and we can, in other words, change our neural pathways in such a way that any programming that we have formed or downloaded in our formative years, and yes, it wasn't your fault that maybe you had developed 
develop certain beliefs and perceptions because of the environment you grew up with or you know in or certain experiences you may have had and it's not about beating yourself up it's all about saying okay i'm now not only setting an intention however now i'm taking i'm using a tool to actually follow through on that and this tool is convenient it's rapid because it is based on neuroscience meaning we now know that in a matter of roughly two to four weeks we can through assisted visualization which this particular tool is all about and i explain that in more detail in a moment we can actually fire what we call new neurons which then through repetition we create new neural pathways and those new neural pathways are just different perceptions the way we perceive the world because we need to have an appreciation that everything we act out on or the way we behave actually our behavior is actually directly um, linked to our perceptions if i perceive that someone is nice to me then most likely i will act nice to them as well but mm -hmm. if i perceive someone as a threat then maybe my my manner towards them will be very different. So everything comes down to perception. But you see, mostly we, we think think about ourselves what we're consciously aware of. So we look at our conscious beliefs or our conscious perceptions saying, well, hey, I have a good attitude towards money or, you know, I really believe I can achieve certain things. And the next thing we find that we sabotage ourselves, we're spending more than we should and we're in dire straits again and have massive debt. Or, you know, we don't achieve the goals and go, well, where am I going wrong? I'm really working very hard at this. And we don't appreciate because that is unfortunately not part of general education at this stage, that the subconscious program can sabotage us, even though we try to consciously do the right thing. So this is where the SEC firm is so powerful. It is the first tool that I'm aware of that aligns your subconscious beliefs eventually with your conscious desire. And mm -hmm. only that process of becoming congruent then achieves the goals that you set yourself. In other words, you can then follow through on the intention. Then you will take the, the correct action, if you like. So it is not about that people don't really only have clarity. It's not about that people don't have good intentions. It is really about the fact, where are their mental snags? And rather than us trying to analyze and stab in the dark through therapy, and don't get me wrong, therapy definitely has its place. I don't mean to, to in any, any sense, say that this is a total substitute. But this is a tool that is also very effective that can help coaches and health professionals and psychologists in their program and treatments to help people unblock those subconscious, sinister mental snags, I call them, that trip us. Absolutely. Well, you said a word a few moments ago that I, I talk about quite extensively with guests uh, that I showcase on the show, and it's the word repetition. Um, because where do we learn? It's repetition, repetition, and sometimes it doesn't seem natural, it doesn't seem organic, it doesn't seem, it feels like it's contrived. But if you know that what you are uh, gravitating towards to repetitiously bring into your life is going to be of benefit to you and it's going to be of assistance to you and it's going to really tailor where it is you want to go, then the repetition factor is so crucial. Because if you're repetitiously 
focusing or thinking or saying or behaving in a way that's counterintuitive for the goals or the outcomes or the attentions that you're uh, trying to establish for yourself, then there's always going to be a misdirect in terms of the outcomes. Uh, things are not going to align and that's where the incongruency happens. However, alternatively, if you are repetitiously focusing on saying and doing and believing and behaving in the things that support all the great things that you want to show up or being the kind of person you want to be or to have a positive mindset and to have a really honed mindset that embraces the yummy stuff, then the repetition factor is so pivotal and so key to the point where you don't even realize you're doing it anymore. It's like second nature. It's like brushing your teeth. It's like, you know, saying thank you when somebody holds the door open for you. It's, it's, it becomes instantaneous. You don't even have to think about it. Um, so repetition is something that I swear by. It's something that's incorporated into my daily mantras, my regimens, my rituals. Uh, and I think, you know, there's not enough said about repetition, actually. Well, repetition, um, to strip it back in psychology, comes down to auto-suggestion. And you're absolutely right, Lisa. I mean, everything is through repetition we, we become better at. I mean, look at the, at the at very beginning when, when, when people, when humans learn how to walk. Failure is part of success. So you, look, you watch a child that finally is in, in the process of learning how to walk. It falls over after the first step. And then it picks itself up and it tries again and it's repetition and it gets better and better until obviously walking just becomes a process where you don't think about it anymore. Um, so in the ACC from technology, we have, of course, the same principle um, that applies. There's a lot of people very much like, for instance, if you were to take, I don't know, an antibiotic um, to get rid of an infection, they take it for the first few days and they think, okay, well, it's clearing up now, I just stop and I don't finish the course. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm comparing the SEC film, obviously, with, with, with a drug, but in the same sense, you can't expect to use something a couple of times and then think everything is fixed. So the SEC film requires stickability as well. But having said that, the repetition in watching the SEC film is made so easy. It is as simple almost as taking a pill without the side effects, I might add, which means that if you show up every day and you can invest three minutes in the day watching a video, and yes, it does become repetitious in the sense that you may go after you've watched it 20 times, oh, I'm a bit bored. But bear in mind that the three minutes, like a butterfly effect, Every day, the three minutes, by the time 90 days are over, we have hardwired um, your brain in such a sense that we have not only given you different perceptions, gotten you out of bad habits, we've managed the fear function of the brain called the amygdala, which is no longer becoming engaged and keeping you in fear, which of course is your number one block, holding you back in the first place, paralyzing, or if not paralyzing, constantly getting you to procrastinate or self-sabotaging. And so that then gets becomes, if you like, automatic, just like repetition. And now innately, 90 days later, when it becomes hardwired, now you don't even have to think or intellectualize all the stuff that we've just talked about or you mentioned, Lisa. Now mm -hmm. you're acting differently without even having to push yourself. And this is what's so brilliant about it. So it actually changes you innately. So now you've become a different version. I mean, you're still you as a person, of course, and it doesn't change all your traits. But what it has done, once your confidence is up and your fears are down, and now that the action center is activated rather than the fear center being activated, 
you now take the action, you no longer procrastinate, you no longer freeze, and you no longer have to think so much about the kind of things that you need to do because it now is actually part of who you are. And that's what's so beautiful about it. Absolutely. Well, and it becomes more intuitive, right? It be, it Absolutely. Becomes, it becomes more intuitive. It becomes more uh, spontaneous. It just happens instantaneously. And so for the listening audience to parallel it with what we're talking about with regards to repetition, you know, people can appreciate whether we're talking about the arena of sports or we're talking about uh, professional artists, mu- musicians, uh, writers, you know, people who are top of the game, people who have honed their craft. I mean, you know, if the goal is to be the best, most improved version of yourself, only being in competition with yourself, but striving to embrace those things in your life that bring out the best part of who you are. So, you know, it's not everybody's dream or goal or intention necessarily to win uh, a, a Grammy award or to win a gold medal at the Olympics. But the point being is if you invest the time, and, and I want to talk to you about this because we've done it, uh, you've interviewed me before and we talked about this and it's so key, Regina, is, you know, if you see yourself as the worthy, worthwhile, deservable investment for what you are, then the dividends will pay off. It will come back to you tenfold. And so when we think about the time that people have no qualms uh, hesitating to watch bad news on the news or to engage in gossip or to talk about tabloid news or things that are not going to enrich our, our lives, things that are not going to enrich our souls. They're not going to further propel our uh, growth or development as human beings. Um, you know, if people have all kinds of time to expend on that kind of stuff that is really counterintuitive and does nothing to propel you or grow you or enrich you or enhance you, then why not? see yourself as the investment, visualize and vision the life that you truly do want for yourself, adopt and adapt all the things that are going to help facilitate that and take you nearer and closer to those becoming actual things in your life, actual reality, day-to-day reality, you know, better thinking, more positive framework of mind, uh, making better choices, really, as you said, building up that confidence to the point where it becomes second nature. So knowing that we all have 24 hours in a day, knowing that we all as individuals have our own freedoms to make many, many decisions on a daily basis, why would we then expend our energy on things that are not going to take us in the direction for where we say it is we want to go or live the kind of life we want to have or be the kind of person we want to be. It's really simple. People complicate it unnecessarily. Well, Lisa, I couldn't agree obviously more with anything that you've said, but I think I'd like to strip it even back further to the the audience because I think often, even though it seems simple for us once you have that understanding, it may not be so simple for everybody out there because we have to appreciate there's a lot of self-doubt going on in a lot of people and the self-doubt comes, as you said, through low self-esteem. It comes through also the environment that we have people that try to keep you small. Um, There may be parents, there may be loved ones around you that don't want you to live an authentic life because they have their own agenda or people really truly want to follow their dreams and yet everybody else is stopping them because they can't or have decided not to follow their dreams so why would why should you be successful at that Mm -hmm. and I think statistics speak for themselves that um, to be honest, it's, it, it shocked me when I when I became aware of it. Only 2% of the population literally dares to follow through on their dream, lives their dream. Only 2%. Sad. Sad. And this is what I want to change. 
As I said, this is not just about, I, I have a much bigger picture. Obviously, my heart goes out, the, the compassion I have for, for people and adversity and having been through a lot my, myself. Um, and so I can definitely relate. Let's strip it back and say, okay, you are one of those people who would love to live an authentic life, but you're finding it so difficult because A, it starts with your own personal self-doubt. And then also it starts with the people around you that perhaps may not inspire you or encourage encourage you or support you in what you want to do. And this is again where the SEC from technology comes in that you can do this in your privacy in your own in, 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 in you know on your computer. You don't have to go anywhere. Nobody even knows if you want to do it secretly. Nobody would even be any any wiser. And people will start to see a change in you. You're starting to think differently. You're going to speak differently because subconsciously your programming is changing. And now your 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 confidence is growing into what I call unstoppable confidence. And even though when other people then around you say, hey, what do you think you're doing? You learn that your inner voice now needs to become or is, is louder now than the outer voices and you start to listen to yourself. And only in that way we can live an authentic, meaningful, purposeful life. So it is not so much, Lisa, that people don't intellectualize information, but often but through intellectualizing and getting it, they still become overwhelmed because they go, well, but where do I start? How do yeah. I even start that process? And this is really what I wanted to talk talk to to the audience at the moment is because also that's why you and I collaborated and co-produced um, this wonderful SEC film to empower people who are stuck, who really truly want to change. It's not that they don't want to shift out of the comfort zone. They really do want to make a change, but they just simply don't know how to go about it. Or they may see themselves financially not strong enough to, to go, let's say, and sign up for some coaching course or whatever. And they say, look, I have very limited funds. Maybe I've just lost my job. I was made redundant or my business went under or whatever. How do I get back on track? How do I empower myself? And how do I overcome those fears of failure or that my results won't shine? How do I go about this in a very convenient, effective way? I don't have much time in the day. I'm so busy. I'm maybe a single mother juggling children and full-time work. And, and I'm maybe on a very small budget. How can I make that happen? And this is really where the SEC from technology comes into it. And I think the SEC from that you and I have created, and I absolutely love it and love the input, you know, the affirmations, of course, coming from you, Lisa, um, that, you know, that's how I work with my co-producers. So, so the input that you gave, we produced together, I think is the most amazing, <laughs> try that again, yes. ama amazing um, tool that will really help people shift from being stuck in fear and lack of confidence Finally, to, as you said, that it becomes second nature for them to actually pick up the phone and make that phone call, apply for the job, or go and, and, and initiate that business contact or whatever it may be. And finally, make that change come about in a way where they don't have to intellectualize it. They don't have to sit down for hours and, and work in, on, on workbooks and find the discipline, you know, taking at least an hour out of the day. Because who has time or the willingness to do that today? And Absolutely. so watching, watching our SEC from The Secret to Living Fearlessly is just so easy and convenient, and yet it is just so powerful because, as I said, we are basing the tool on not only neuroscience, um, which is, of course, specifically neuroplasticity, but it's also based on the new biology of belief called epigenetics by Bruce Lipton, PhD, or if you like, quantum physics of belief. But it's also a visualization technique that was devised for psycho-oncology by a psychotherapist who really understood what fear was all about. Because when you receive a scary diagnosis, such as a cancer diagnosis, 
then you have in that moment actually some form of trauma and you have a phobia. The phobia, the fear that you have is that you may not survive, you may be dying. And so when that tool is powerful to help you overcome the most important or the biggest fear that you possibly have, which is, you know, your life being threatened, then surely it can address very well any other fears that you may have around fear of failure, fear of not succeeding, fear of not being smart enough, fear of not being, um, you know, educated enough and all of that. And it does that very effectively. And as a matter of fact, this tool is so powerful that I have now the privilege to have it not only already achieved amazing results in the health sector for specific issues that people have, such as dental phobia, um, misophonia, which is a noise and sound sensitivity, but also post-traumatic stress disorder, where currently there's no, no treatment for. And so the trauma center here in Melbourne, in Australia, is about to set up an international panel for intervention trials and has invited me to participate. So we are actually taking this tool, Lisa, to testing by a scientific testing, if you like, or clinical testing by international, by an international panel of scientists. So I'm prepared to take this tool to get that kind of, you know, scrutiny um, because I'm so confident with all the current testing we've done so far, the results are absolutely astounding. And yeah, so I want to so I want to instill the confidence, you know, in the listeners that this is not just something that I have thought of. It is something that is, has been around for 40 years in terms of the visualization technique and has made um, Dr. Carlos Simonton, a US international acclaimed oncologist at the time, um, obviously very, very famous because of the amazing successes he had with his cancer patients using the same visualization technique. What I've done is I've enhanced it through the application of technology. And what that allowed me to do is create a versatile tool that we now can use not only for psycho-oncology, but we can now use it for so many other areas, whether it is in the area where people are stuck because of fear, because of past trauma, because of, you know, um, as you say, negative um, problem um, problem focused kind of thinking, um, or whether it is people who literally have some sort of um, mental health issue or even a physical problem or illness or chronic illness, chronic pain and so forth. And that is what is just so I'm so grateful for because when those transformations come through, particularly through our testing subjects, but also through the other testimonials we get, and we find we're helping people unstuck who've been in and out of psychotherapy for 25 years or people who for seven years were paralyzed. And after three months, having used the SEC form and they have shown up every day to spend three minutes in the day watching it because they were committed. And that, that, that is a given. Then we see the breakthroughs and all of a sudden they're taking action and they're doing what I'm doing because this tool actually helped me as well after my crisis during the GFC. And I literally was rock hit rock bottom and had to rebuild myself. So when I look at myself as initially being the first guinea pig, if you like, and then all, <laughs> you know, all my coaching clients and I saw those amazing results and now I'm getting more and more of those transformations coming through every single time, including where the dentist for dental phobia that I've collaborated with is now so amazed and blown away that we have now finally solved dental phobia. We're talking about extreme dental phobia that affects, mm -hmm. I think, 40 million Americans. Um, and he's now carrying out his own, he's in the process of carrying out his own clinical testing at Queensland University because he is just convinced this is the only thing ever that seems to have worked and helps people to, to overcome dental phobia, which has, has, of course, all sorts of other issues that people don't appreciate about. They think maybe it's all about having overcoming the fear, for instance, going to the dentist. 
No, it actually not going to the dentist and having good oral health care affects your heart, creates heart disease. You may be able not to, you know, you, you become infertile. All sorts of problems are associated with that. But what I wanted to say is I, I wanted to strip it back to, and, and instill hope and faith again for those people who said, look, I've spent thousands of dollars on self-help. I've been through so many courses. I've intellectualized all this information. I get you, Lisa. I know what you're saying. I've read the books. I listen to your shows. I'm trying. I'm really, really trying, but I'm still stuck. I'm not getting to where I want to be. I still have a gap. And this is what you and I have produced. I'm totally, yes. utterly confident to the degree, degree that we both are so confident that we are actually, as you know, offering everybody a 60-day money-back guarantee, unconditional money-back guarantee, because we just know it works. And it will definitely unblock people. It will empower them to do everything that you talk about on your shows and everything that you you post, you know, on social media. So people actually can finally say, I get you, Lisa, but now I can do yes. it. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the end goal, because it's not about whether, you know, I've honed things for myself. Yes, that's important, particularly if I'm transmitting a message and I'm trying to get people to buy into my purpose, which I'm very clear on, which is to uplift people to fear less and to live more. But if it's not landing because it's just, you know, they look at you or they look at me, Regina, and they think, yeah, but, you know, there's you guys have like some kind of education I don't have, or, or you have some kind of, you know, silver spoon in your mouth or everything seems to align for you. Well, you know, no, you've had your crisis. I've had my crisis. We know that life continues to happen with unforeseen circumstances showing up all the time that can throw us off kilter. This is what this is for. This is how to quickly recalibrate. This is how to get back on track. This is how not to go down the rabbit hole. And this is how to, you know, when people make reference to two steps forward, 10 back, this alleviates all of that because it becomes a non-negotiable. It becomes so indoctrinated within you. You don't give yourself permission to subscribe to victimology. You don't give yourself permission to regress in your own achievements and in your own successes of of the advancements you've already made in going forward. So you are not only the first guinea pig with this, but because you are somebody who has had major trials and tribulations in your life, not unlike a lot of the listeners who are tuned in here today, you know, this is what makes you the expert. This is what makes you the walking, talking, breathing example, because if you could overcome the adversities and the challenges in which you did, not unlike the things that I've had to overcome, and because we have managed to come out on the other side through taking actionable steps, through our choices, through aligning with the right tools, more so predominantly this one that we're talking about right now. This film, the testimonials we're getting back, you've seen them, I've tagged you on it, you're getting them from other people that you have co-created with. Uh, It's mind-changing. And again, we believe in it so firmly, so staunchly, that we have no problems offering that 60-day money-back guarantee, which nobody uh, who's purchased my films has, I mean, I've, I've heard nothing but great things. I've heard people who can't believe the additional layers and levels of clarity they continue to encounter every single day. And even when they started to incrementally at the beginning of watching this and incorporating this into their daily routine and practices, when they started to see that even that little initial shift, it got them all jazzed up. And now they're so much further ahead. And now they can't believe where they were before they they watched this film. 
and and couldn't believe now with the contrast of seeing the before and after of going, oh my God, like I can't believe I've wasted all that time in my life and all that energy being self-defeatist or not giving myself the benefit of the doubt or depriving myself, denying myself of opportunities to step into my greatness. I mean, God, if, if I have one regret, it's I didn't do this sooner. <laughs> exactly. And look, to be honest, I wished I had the technology developed sooner myself. Yes, me too. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, look, everything happens for a reason and it had to happen at the right time. Um, and, and I think it's never yeah, too late. And it's never it's too late. Never. Look, I have clients who are in their 80s suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. And because, you know, they, they had an ex-war veteran who had post-traumatic stress, which then obviously played out in the family and, and it spilled over to his relationship, to his, um, in the relationship with his wife. And we already now, within a, a matter of few months, seeing how so much better she gets. And it just proves how the fear function of the brain, meaning the amygdala, is is becoming disengaged. And this is something I quickly want to briefly, well, I quickly want to touch on, Lisa, is because a lot of people say, what is so different about this tool? You know, why is it actually so effective? And mm -hmm. I think that, that, that the one part we haven't talked about is, and that, yes, I have touched on it. The fear function of the brain is something that um, gets triggered very quickly. So if we have a particular subconscious belief or, or programming that we're consciously not aware of and we're setting an intention, and let's say it's about buying, buying a property, you want to invest some money, let's just keep it at a different level for a moment. And, 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 and you want to make the right decision and say, look, I actually want to invest my money, I've inherited some money, I don't want to burn it, I want to do the right thing. And because you're not accustomed to it or because it's not part of your habit loop or it's because you have some subconscious beliefs that money is the root of all evil or whatever it may be or money is bad and you may not even know you have that mental snack, that programming, that moment you want to now make a decision and you're taking a risk. The fight or flight response very quickly gets triggered by the amygdala because through the stress hormones. And now the nasty amygdala, if you want to put it that way, starts to retrieve all the painful memories where you may have lost money in the past and place those horrible memories, those, those very scary memories back to you. And before you know it, you start to procrastinate and you may just miss out on the perfect opportunity to buy this particular property that would have been an amazing or sound investment. And afterwards, you ask yourself, why did I sabotage myself? So the, the tool is designed to finally disengage the amygdala and over a period of time, it actually stops that self-doubt. It stops the amygdala, if you like, playing back those painful memories. So that negative stuff that constantly, we actually wired to have that for good reason, because once upon a time, you need to appreciate how the brain actually works. So it's not, again, that we're trying to say to every individual, you know, look, just snap out of it. Don't be fearful. It is actually something that served a purpose, but it's still part of our reptilian brain. So the fight or flight response, when it actually gets kick-started, we have no control over it. This is the thing. And it, the negativity, the brain always will hardwire very quickly any negativity because once upon a time in the days of when you had to perhaps face the saber-toothed tiger, um, we were obviously living, you know, in a, in a very different world then. The fight or flight response was there to keep us alive and help us survive. And if you got away from that saber-toothed tiger and you remember that location and then you end up in that same terrain again, maybe let's say six months later, the amygdala has the purpose to retrieve those painful memories and say, do you remember around that rock what happened last time? Okay. Mm -hmm. So it plays that back so that you survive, that you don't put yourself into danger again.
But today we have to understand that we are constantly in a threat as far as the mind is concerned because the mind doesn't differentiate whether the threat comes from a physical threat, somebody rocking up with a gun in front of you or the saber-toothed tiger that's, that's I don't know, somehow got out of the zoo, or whether you look at your bank account and you have no money coming in and you don't know how to pay your bills or your partner's about to leave you or whatever you know the threat may be. The amygdala gets triggered in the same way and we need to appreciate that when we're in constant fear and constant stress, that exacerbates the problem. So again, we may want to make intelligent decisions. We may have intellectualized everything, but now the blood supply, instead of being flow, flowing in the in the front lobal part of the brain, it actually goes into the hind brain. So we lessen we are less intelligent. We all know that when you panic, if you you know if you're in an exam situation as a student, you certainly can relate to that. And you've done all your studies and you rock up at the exam, but now you have a massive fear of failing. Maybe this particular exam is crucial for your you know for you getting the credits credits to make it through the year. And all of a sudden you're in panic. All of a sudden you become less intelligent. So the the amygdala becomes engaged. The blood flows to the hind brain. Now you forget it. You've forgotten everything. <laughs> you can't. You sit sit down in front of the exam paper and you have a blank. You don't know what to do. So the tool is so powerful, coming back to our SEC firm, Lisa, is that it disengages the amygdala and it activates, therefore, the action center. And now everything that you and I are talking about happens automatically and it becomes after 90 days, as you said, autopilot. So this is a very crucial part, in addition to, of course, the footage that has subliminal um, effects on you in, in the sense it's a positive critical visualization technique whereby it builds your stamina, it builds your resilience because you and I, Lisa, know that life isn't easy. We all know life isn't easy and we all need that resilience. We all need to have that ability to not only bounce back but continue believing that we can achieve what we set out to achieve. So the footage of that film, the SEC film, does that subliminally. And then, of course, the embedded positive affirmations that you and I worked on together, but they predominantly, of course, all came from you. They are the ones that which, which now install the new beliefs, the new perceptions that rewrite the old programming and change their perceptions and beliefs and habits to positive habits that now serve them a lot better. And all of a sudden, as you say, things unfold positively. And, and yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled that you and I did this work together. I'm, you know... We're getting to, towards, I think, the end of, of your show, but I wanted yeah. to express, <laughs> I wanted to express the gratitude of having worked with you, but also having been able to do something for your target market, for your audience, the kind of people, Lisa, that want to and love being empowered by you, but now giving them an additional tool to to actually follow through on that. Well, I can't thank you enough, not just for your time here today and, and shedding some more insight into making this accessible because people don't know what they don't know. So very quickly, because unfortunately I am cognizant of time and we are winding down here at the bottom of the hour. Where can people connect with you, Regina? Where can people purchase these films? Um, any information that you can provide where people can consult with you would be great. Well, certainly. Um, Lisa, I wanted to also do something special for the audience, for your listeners, um, to say thank you. And for that, we have something special. We have a little freebie and an amazing offer because, as I said, I really truly care about people and I like to empower people and understand difficult circumstances. So if anybody would like to have a look, and I would encourage you all to do it, if not for yourself, for your loved ones or your friends, to go on www.mybraincamp.com. Slash WP slash promotion, 
Um, and you will find that, that this also takes you back to uh, mybraincamp.com W. Sorry, I try that again, mybraincamp.com slash forward slash that is WP. Um, that gives you a list of all the other SEC firms. And also, if you're not interested, of course, in the other SEC firms, we hear mainly talking about the secret to living fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Um, but also, it gives you a nice summary on the background and the science of the SEC firm. And if you're really interested in digging into neuroscience, into psychology and more, then you can visit, of course, useyourpowers.org, um, O-R-G, and you will get certainly a lot of information there. Beautiful. Well, I can't thank you enough, Regina. I love our collaboration. I love our synergy. Uh, you're always welcome back as a guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald because you're always going to have other things to make mention of, other things that, you know, with you having all these uh, efforts and initiatives and projects on the go, there's always going to be something new to discuss on the show. So I just want to say for the way that you've embraced me, for the way that we've collaborated together on something that I believe is so pivotal and so important, which does in fact shift change and it does change lives. I just want to say thank you. I couldn't be more proud of this project and I couldn't be more proud of our relationship. And I just want to say, keep doing what you're doing because it is so crucially, fundamentally important. And Regina, I just think you're a brilliant spitfire woman, you're a trailblazer and to be a part of your journey has been absolutely a blessing. So thank you to you, to the listening audience. I want to thank you once again for tuning in to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Uh, my purpose I'm very clear on is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. And we'll be back here again next Friday, 8 a.m. Pacific, 10 o'clock Central, 11 Eastern with yet another phenomenal guest. Love and gratitude. Take care. All my best. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and AHA That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero, be your own hero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>